by week by week, which is very different to the way that TV has always been, which is the show's on and then you watch it the next week as I'm watching the night of at the moment. Not so with Netflix, they'd have released a whole series in one go. Their biggest project, and one of the biggest projects in television history, is produced by Baz Luhrmann. And it's called The Get Down. And it's been the subject of an awful lot of attention, just as he was with The Great Gatsby. Similar themes, a vastly overblown budget, a vastly protracted production, post-production, pre-production, people dropping like flies, lots of talk of rancor and everything else. And at $120 million, um, I just don't know how Netflix makes their money back by dumping $120 million worth of TV on one night. It's, um, maybe, it's just, it, maybe it's just good forward thinking. They think they're building up a roster of shows and it makes people more attracted to spend $10 a month to go and watch Netflix, which is much more forward thinking than our TV networks. The way they put a show on, fill it with adverts, and then sort of mix it up and down the time schedule, play it later. Um, and as we've seen with shows like Game of Thrones, it encourages people to download from the Pirate Bay or from wherever you want to, just to watch the thing and not have to pay ridiculous, exorbitant costs to watch it. Um, so they've done this with a get down, and Bethlehem has apparently been developing this for 10 years, and a show primarily about black kids growing up in South Bronx in the worst period of New York's history when the whole city was ablaze, or particularly the Bronx, um, when there was an inordinate amount of crime, drug abuse, lack of opportunity, and where disco hit and hip-hop took off. Baz Luhrmann wouldn't seem like a logical choice to develop an urban black youth tale. But then you look at his criteria and what he likes about film, and music, fashion, all of those things, it kind of makes a lot more sense. And it's basically a story about a group of uh, probably around 16-year-old friends um, who, one of them is very good at poetry at school. They all come from very lower socioeconomic backgrounds, right in the heart of South Bronx in 1997. The main kid, who's played by Justice Smith, is, is Ezekiel, and he's really in love with the main female, Herizon Guardiola, who you will be hearing an awful lot about um, and seeing a lot of as well as the time goes by. She's in his class and she's his best friend, but he's hopelessly in love with her and tells her all the time, a bit like Ducky in uh, Pretty in Pink. Um, but this is when uh, disco music is, is starting to come through to its peak uh, uh, through a lot of the urban clubs and where hip-hop music in underground parties is starting to kick off. And they become involved in the whole scene through a guy played by the who's it? Oh, Shamik Moore, who was wonderful in Dope last year, an overrated film, but he was wonderful in it. And he plays the extraordinarily named Shailen Fantastic, um, who's a criminal. And there's a lot of criminality and, and drugs and murder and everything like this shown in, the, in this show. And, and the, the language is extremely strong as well. Which is odd because it feels like Glee. It's kind of got this soft, happy vibe to it, even though it's got pretty extreme content. It's a weird dichotomy, a very strange sort of balancing act. And it, and from that point on, it just follows them on their trajectory from banding together and becoming this hip-hop force called uh, Shaolin Fantastic and the Fantastic 4 Plus 1. 
and that that will become apparent in a minute when I play uh, a track. Um, and she, uh, Guardiola, becomes um, a very powerful singer, and she sings in her father's church, and he's very puritanical, and he doesn't like her going near disco music. But she's got an amazing voice and looks incredible. So she ends up making a record and so on. And it's, it's, it's the most obvious logical progression through you could possibly have. Um, it's come out to mixed reviews, but the funny thing is, and, and basically it's six episodes of that, of that trajectory of the criminality side of it for Shaolin Fantastic, the burgeoning uh, lives of the, the four kids that all get together. One of them is Jaden Smith as well, uh, who get together to form this group. And with it, an identity as well. They become much happier and have a much larger purpose to themselves. Uh, and and that's it. It's, it's, uh, the, the, the wider scope of it is like The Wire, a show I found it curiously comparable to. It focuses on the macro world as well. So we have a big input from politicians. We have um, the news we have the way that the politicians talk about these deprived areas covered in graffiti and the famous trains covered in graffiti. We have the graffiti artists. We have all these different cultures. We have the gay nightclubs promoting disco records when the record labels weren't able to. Um, they weren't considered tastemakers. These gay nightclubs were considered where the, the hottest records would happen and so on. Uh, and that explains some of the budget because he basically creates this entire cityscape of the South Bronx, which resembles a little bit like Armageddon. It's it's a total wasteland. Half of it's on fire. Uh, and the mixed reviews would probably all say the same thing. It's the people that don't like it. And I haven't seen many people that don't like it, even if they haven't given it a great review. Everyone has said the same thing. Whether they've liked it or they're not liking it, I'm going to say the same thing as well. Is a total mess. It's overblown. It's cheesy. Uh, the scenarios in it are often, you know, the kind of rote stuff you would see on a show like Glee or in a Disney movie. And the, the characters and their aspirations and all of those things we've seen a million times before. But it's the most fun I've had watching TV in years. I think it is absolutely fantastic. It is the first episode is it. Each episode gets progressively better, and the first one is probably the reason why it's got more mixed reviews, because that's the biggest mess. That's when everyone's coagulating together. Um, after that, it might have a rote storyline, but the story is actually very quite good, and, it, and everything's more focused after that as it all sort of dovetails together. The things it's got going for it, the music is absolutely fantastic. I hate, hate Glee-style song and dance. I cannot stand musicals. There were musical numbers in this where I felt like getting up and cheering at the end. I mean, the editing, everything about it was just so spectacular. And I feel like the the clothing, even the clothing is a star. They spent millions on getting... They had to. They basically took lots of photographs of people at the time and what they were wearing and made those clothes because they couldn't use the originals because 40 years later they decayed. So they actually made all the clothes, and these guys have got these amazing trainers that you'd never see. They're going to make a fortune franchising the clothes out of this film. There are a lot of marketing opportunities for music and clothing out of this. The other thing it's got going for it is cast of almost completely unknown youngsters are 
effervescent. They just glow. Um, Justice Smith as the lead guy is fantastic. Not really been in that much before. Uh, Herizon Guardiola has never acted before. And with that face, that smile, that figure, which is shown quite a few times when needed to be, and that voice, she is obviously going to become a superstar. Um, and she gives a good performance as well. Um, Shamik Moore made a big debut with Dope last year. He's fantastic. It's basically Justice, Shamik, and Herazon. They're the three stars of the show, but it goes all the way down the ladder. Uh, Jimmy Smits, who's uh, very famous, has been in many, many shows, but I think it's probably his best performance in this. Uh, very humanizing performances uh, in this, which I really like. The record producer guy, who's a, a massive coke fiend and has led a very, very bad life, is shown to be so humanized in it. And it gets lots of the difficult things wrong. Even when there's cliched moments, the characters, particularly towards the end, aren't taking the obvious options. And there's one instance where you, you know what's going to happen and it's going to be cheesy where one of the characters is given a job by a scumbag politician and berates the local community and says he's going to clean it up, clean up all the graffiti and, and put them in jail, these terrorist scallywag children. And you just know that the guy is going to walk off to join his mates, but he actually he carries on. He, he takes the job. People make decisions which are more based in reality than perhaps the fantastical story. Another thing I loved about it is the, the fantastical nature of it. It's not all done realistically. Um, some would argue that none of it is, but there's a lot of authenticity to the dialogue, total authenticity to the clothes, the buildings, the environment, the nightclubs. All of that is spot on. But they throw in um, some crazy fantastical elements, like making the real characters played by actors in it, like Grandmaster Flash and the actual birthplace of hip-hop music and hip-hop culture, it's DJ Cool Herc. And these people are presented as totally larger-than-life fantasy figures. And even um, Shamik Moore's character, Sh uh, Shaolin Fantastic, is, is often shown flying across the screen doing kung fu moves, has his own backing music and all of this. It's all done with a great deal of fun, a lot of imagination. And if I treat this as a six-and-a-half-hour film... It would be the most enjoyable film I've seen this year. I absolutely love to get down. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough. Flaws, I don't care. I, I gave Cloud Atlas my film of the year, and that's riven with flaws. This has got a lot of flaws. It become less apparent the more you watch it. Flat out brilliant. I loved it, even including the waltz and all. So I'm going to give it a get down 9 out of 10. And as a tribute, uh, their band in the show, is there are real people shown in the show, and there are... There are fantasized amalgamations of real people. Jimmy